Okay, here we go. Welcome back. Now, this is episode three with Date Night with Raven and Adam. And today, we are going to talk about something that uh, almost everyone, I, I at least think, has went through at some point in their life, and that is the B word. Breakups. breakups. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate breakups. We're never breaking up. You better so. not break up with me. Never. Well, what if you it's did? It's forever, baby. For well, life. What if you did? You're in this for life. But it's what a if? life sentence. What if? There's no what, there's no what ifs. Okay. There's none. I just wanted to make sure, okay. just in case. Is there a what if with you? No. Okay, good. Because I can't handle you breaking up with me. I honestly would be out in the street. Um, I'd have to move back to Arkansas. Like, I just don't even know what I would do. I'm, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, breakups, breakups just suck. suck. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> S-U-C-K. But yes. I think mostly the reason why they probably suck is just, um, you know, I from a guy's perspective, it can be like an ego thing or it can even just be like, you know, it's something that didn't work and you want it to work, but it didn't work. And you're always trying to figure out why. Definitely. And sometimes you have this picture in your mind of who the person you were with was, and that wasn't the person that came out, I guess. And yeah. so you kind of mourn that relationship. Yeah. I remember like, this is very dramatic, but when I was a teenager and like dated this boy and like broke up, whatever, I like mourned him as if he died. Raven Nicole. I know that's so ridiculous, but you know, teenage hormones and all that stuff. But how old were you? Oh, like seventeen. Raven. You know, you know. It but breakups suck and it's really hard and it's something that I think everyone, especially in their adulthood, everyone has went through. I I mean, I can't imagine someone not going through a breakup, but um do you think guys handle breakups differently than girls do? Yeah, of course. They like, always wh- do. What what do you think is, do you think it's better than the way girls handle it? No, I think it's just different. I think at first guys are like, okay, I'm glad this is over with. And then after a couple weeks or a month, they're like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Oh, Rather than it's flip-flopped. You just know, for the wait girl. till we get to the questions from the boys today, because I think someone's having regrets for breaking up with someone they really cared about. Hashtag no regrets. Well, yeah. I mean, but how I do you, you cope? have none. How do you cope with getting over your breakups? Um, honestly, I, for me personally, I've never handled a breakup well. And I mean, you and I would never break up, but if we did, I would not handle it well. So I have, I'm not the best at, I can give advice, but I have not lived it. Yeah. (laughs) But I would say what has helped me, even though I was handling it really, really hard is, um, being surrounded by the women in my life. You know, I've always heard the saying, like, to get over somebody, you have to get under someone else. And I just don't think that's true. I think that has nothing to do with you moving on to better things by getting underneath someone. I think it's all about the women. Is that figuratively or literally? No, like literally. Oh. What? what get you, under them. I thought that was a sexual innuendo. It is. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same page. All right. Got it. All right. But I don't think it's for a... Uh, for me personally, it wasn't about finding someone new. It was just surrounding myself by like the strong women in my life. It wasn't about other men. Of course, your support system is probably your most important thing. How how did how have you gotten over a breakup? Um, a lot of it's distractions, honestly, yeah. keeping your mind off of it and not being able to dwell. Um, some of my more serious relationships were really kind of either right in college or right after, and. Right. Um, you know, you're still in the workforce trying to figure things out as a whole. So, you know, you want to rely on your support system, but a lot of it is honestly just keeping yourself busy 
and um, just not just not having that feeling that like letting it go is not a regret. You just got to be able to just keep pushing. For sure. Because it, I mean, breakups are not fun for anyone. I don't think it's fun for people that do the breaking up. And I, it's definitely not fun for the person that gets broken up with, you know. But that's good advice. You just got to keep going. Well, what's your ritual? What do you do? Oh, it's, uh, I cry. I go get uh, ice cream. I do all those things. But um, not not good advice. I'm telling you, I'm not a very good, I can't handle breakups well. But um, we do have some great advice from some Instagram peeps. Do you want to hear? Sure. I think you have some too, right? I think I do, yeah. Okay, we'll just go back and forth. I'll go first. The um, One of my good girlfriends here in Dallas, hello, Lauren. She said, if you close the door on an unhealthy relationship, put a lock on that door and don't try to open it back up. The same reasons it wasn't healthy and you weren't happy will almost always be there. Hmm. I think that's so true. Very. And I think Lauren um, has great advice, and I know her personally, and I totally agree. I like it. I like that from a guy's perspective, just being able to, you know, close the door and not be able to think about it. And that, just like what I said earlier, right? It's just you got to figure out something to distract yourself and close it. You can't have the the urge or something to go back to it and yeah. and, and, and revisit it because I think you're always going to dwell on it, dwell on it, dwell on it. If it's meant to be, you'll go back and you know, it takes two people to, to, to put it together. Obviously if one person moves on and one person sticks around and another person who moved on wants to come back and the person who was waiting around moves on, then you're like, you're always playing chasing, right? Yeah. And I also think Lauren makes a good point is just if you break up with someone and then you go back to them or something happens and you, you're wanting them back, those issues you had when you broke up are still going to be there. So don't be surprised yeah. that you're going to be dealing with the same stuff. Well, this one's interesting here. I have uh, someone who asked or one of the listeners asked about or told, gave her our, her advice. And that was always block the X on all social media, completely eliminate contact and move forward. I agree with this. I'm not saying, I mean, let's be honest. If I were to break up with you, I probably wouldn't do that because I need to stalk you a little bit and see that your life is not as good without me. Right you know? then. <laughs> And how would you do that? You'd have a little false account? Yeah, I would. Definitely. 1,000%. What yes. if I find every troll account and block it? I would still make another one. You can't stop me. <laughs> but I, I have a little like pro tip for the girls out there that are trying their best not to talk to their uh, ex. You want to hear it? Sure. Um, so most of the time when we get the urge to talk to our ex is when we're drunk when we're alone, or when we're with other couples and we're by ourselves, right? Mm. So anytime you're going to go out drinking, partying, or you're going to be with mutual friends of your ex or something like that, and you're trying your best to move forward and not talk to them, you need to change his number in your phone. So mm. you may have his, like if you and I broke up and we're out with some of our mutual friends, and you weren't there, of course, but I would want to text you, right? So instead of having Adam, I would have like something I really disliked about you. Like um, one of my friends had her ex saved as the devil. And I thought that was fantastic because who wants to text the devil when they're drunk? Nobody. Nobody. You shouldn't. Or just an unappealing name like cheater or liar or um, 
low life, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it makes you not want to text him. And then when you're drunk and you're like, oh, I want to call Adam. Like, where's Adam's name? You forget that he's under devil. You get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I do is like on <laughs> you're an not I- a devil, listen but. on an iPhone, you know how when you text somebody and you go to your text messages, it has like your history of everyone you texted, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. What I do is I try to just delete that name because when you're flipping through your text, you're like, oh, I didn't talk to this person for a while or, mm-hmm. oh, here's my mom. And then my friend, my sister, my ex. And if you can, if I can not see the name, like you're talking about instead of changing it, I'd rather just not see it, not see it, and then just get over it at totally. one point. Totally. Hey, Kev, have you ever listened to Audible or used Audible before? Oh, yeah, man. I listen to my car all the time. Okay. Well, right now is the best time to do it, and they're offering 53% off your first three months, and they have an access to unbeatable selection of Audible books, including bestsellers, motivation, even relationship stuff. So right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. And choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash date night. That's audible.com slash date night, D-A-T-E-N-I-G-H-T, or text date night to 500-500. Again, text date night to 500-500. And my personal favorite is a book called The Third Door. You have to listen to it. It's by Alex Benayan, and it talks about how to find the third door in life. There's the front door, the back door, and then there's the third door, which you have to create yourself. I follow Alex Benayan on Instagram, and he's such a really cool motivational guy. So go out there, and I highly suggest you guys listen to it. Okay, I have another one from um, Instagram. She gave us a backstory of her history, and then she gave us some advice. So here it is. Heartbreak stories, mine's really long, but I walked in on my boyfriend of five years cheating on me with one of my friends. Apparently, they had been sneaking around behind my back for six months, and I had no clue. Anyway, we broke up and stayed together, and they stayed together. Sorry, they broke up, and then whoever he was cheating on, they stayed together. Mm He basically tossed me away like the last five years didn't matter. I was so broken. But my girls, they had me. The next few months were really rough until I met my now husband, and he picked me up from a really dark place and put me back together. My advice when you go through heartbreak, you don't quite understand, and you feel like your world is shattered, is to take one day at a time. you got to keep pushing. Lean on your close friends and family. You know, I never really understood God's purpose for my life until that moment. He knew the guy wasn't for me. Just took me five years to realize that. Then she put like a palm to the face emoji. So funny. (laughs) He put my husband in my life at the perfect time. And I'm so happy with my life now. Mm, That's so sweet. Breakups are about perspective too. I think once you're out of a bad relationship, you have perspective of maybe things that you did wrong and that you can grow from as an individual. I think that's really important in every relationship. And then also it gives you perspective about that person. Like maybe that person wasn't right for me. Yeah. Or maybe they were right for you at that specific time. Yes. And it just had a, you know, it's like a, what it's like a light, you know, it's a lesson that you just learn or whatever. Timing is everything too. You that's know? huge. I mean, that's awesome. Cause a lot of people I think would take away from that. I guess it's, and, and every story is different, right? Cause yes. you know, someone, the fact that you were dating someone for five years and then somebody just couldn't share that with you and then walked in on them, like, you know, sleeping with somebody else. That's crazy. That's like traumatic. The yeah, fact that you had, about it. I've been there. It's crazy. 
We don't want to get into that. Yeah, we won't get into it. We've been into it before. Well, I'll pick up into it. Let me pick up the uh, the slack, and I'll I'll take off where I'll pick up where you left off on yours. And we had another person write in that said, um, in all caps, it says, "Do not settle." That has been my biggest lesson. A couple of years ago, I finally left a very abusive and toxic relationship with a guy that I was with for five years. So another five-year person. Wow. (laughs) A month after that, I started dating and put in quotes, my Adam, so sweet, because everyone deserves an Adam, exclamation (laughs) point. He's kind, genuinely loves me, and treats me better than I have ever been treated. I didn't know men or love like that actually existed. Exclamation point. I said that in the very first episode of our podcast. Before I met you, I did not know men like you existed, and I was really jaded from my past experiences, and I think she's so right. Like, everyone deserves someone to genuinely love them and treat them better than they've ever been treated. And Mm -hmm. I think that's so great. But yeah, that's crazy that there's two five-year relationships. Can you imagine? I've never been in a five-year relationship that, you know, dissipated. Five years is a good amount of time. But think about the person you are when you're 20 compared to the person you are at 25 compared to the person you are at 30. Like five years is nuts. Night and day difference. Huge. Okay, so I have another one. It says, feel all your feels unapologetically and cut him out of your life completely. There's like, there's a, there's a sense of, what's the word I'm looking for? Everyone's kind of saying the same thing. Like, cut him off, move on, move forward. I mean, I guess it's tough because it's easier said than done, right? You know, it's so easy for me to tell you, oh, Raven, just move on. It's fine. And it's like, the problem is, is depending on how long you're with somebody, you can't just drop what you've done over the last five years in five minutes. Right. And that has molded you into the person you are today. But, I, you know, it's unfortunately a tough subject because you can, you, this subject can be, you know, split apart into so many different ways because it can be one person wanting the breakup and one person not. It mm-hmm. could be both people wanting the breakup. It could be toxic. It could be something that's just hasn't worked out for both people. So, I mean, it's really, really difficult, but I hope that um, I think the next subject or subjects we're going to talk about is really going to help and put perspective on, okay, this is where it is and this is how I can get over it. And it's not just as easy as, okay, just drop it and you'll figure it out, right? Right. I think one thing that you've said to me before that really stuck with me when we were first dating, when we were like trying to figure out like, you know, let this organically grow and Mm -hmm. all those things. Mm -hmm. You said one thing that some people might, think is harsh, but I actually really respected from you and needed to hear you say is you said, Raven, and you say this all the time with other things too, but you, we were talking about, um, if we were to ever break up, which we know that would never happen, (laughs) but you're like, you know, I love you. I want you, but you said, but the sun comes up every day and it goes down every night and it will continue to do so. So if you choose at some point not to be with me, the sun still goes up and the sun still goes down. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. And I thought that was, and you weren't, we were not in a fight or anything. We were just having a conversation of what ifs. And that to me was really attractive to know that you didn't just need me, you wanted me but that you are going to be fine either mm-hmm. way. But you chose to be with me. I don't know. That was just... This feels very therapeutic right now. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of going through our problems, but just talking them out too. Yes, because the other thing great about this podcast is I finally get to sit you down and 
talk your ear off because it's really hard to get no, to throughout is, the week. No, it's great because I get to hear your feelings too because you don't like talking a lot. <laughs> you just said pet me, pet me when we go home, pet me, love me, I need that physical me. attention. Yeah. Okay. We, we all know my love language from last episode, so mm-hmm. let's move forward. Oh. So, okay, I wanted to play kind of a game with you, um, but also based off of listener and Instagram questions, um, a game called Makeup or Breakup. Ooh, Makeup or Breakup. Yeah. So, so it's, gonna... it's black and white. There is no, eh, let's make up and then we'll get over to it. Right. Mm-hmm. You either break up or you make up. We need like a Kevin. We need Kevin doing audio. It's like make or break. break, break, break. <laughs> yeah, I need to make a little stinger for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it is a stinger. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you have some too. So I'm just going to uh, start us sure, off. You rattle us off. I think you have two, right? Yes. Two okay. back to back. Okay. Here we go. Okay. The first one, makeup or breakup. My boyfriend keeps making plans with me, but he always falls through. I never really have a set. I never really have set plans with him, and I feel like I'm just on his schedule. That's so hard. I have so many questions. How long you've been dating? You know, this it, is the problem when I tell Adam kind of like a brief uh, <laughs> description of the questions that are going to be asked. He's like. What do they look like? Where are they from? Where do they live? Yeah. And I'm like, I can't ask everyone that, but just for okay. face value. We will get, we'll make it black and white. I would say if this is the case, if my boyfriend keeps making plans, but they always fall through, I would say break up at that point. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're putting forth effort and then you're like backing out, putting forth effort, backing out, it's whether it's your work or you just don't find the person uh, attractive, then you just got to cut the ties. Yeah, I agree. And I just don't like when men are not men of their word. I think that's one moral quality that a ma- every man should have is you should be a man of your word. If you say you're going to pick me up at seven and then, oh, you forgot. No, you should pick me up at seven unless something happens and just communicate. 658. I love it. Okay, the next one is my boyfriend is texting at the table while we're at dinner. I don't like that to begin with. And he kept putting his phone down face flat. When I asked him about it, he told me it was nothing and not to worry about it. Raven. You know what I would think about this. I know, but the way you finished the sentence just did not come off right. You can, you can, the way you read it can really make you go both ways, but I'm going to say makeup and I'm going to say that. Yeah. Because here's the thing is a couple of things for a guy. Like I like, sometimes I like keeping my phone on the tabletop because I don't want to keep it in my pocket because it's sometimes it'll, you know, it's uncomfortable or whatever, or if you don't have a blazer, but just because it's face down, I just don't, in in case you have notifications, you don't want your screen lighting up anyways. But, uh, I would say makeup and that's just something you guys have to communicate with one another and you have to figure out what that, why that bugs you, you know, mm-hmm. if it does bug you, and then figure out a solution. Yeah, I'm still a skeptic. I'm like, who you're is it? leaning towards breakup. Yeah, I am because yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Who is it? Who are you talking to? If it's not a big deal, you can show me. Like, why are you laying your phone like that? Raven. You know, I, I'm a skeptic. I okay, so know. are we going by my score or is this the consensus score? I don't know. Maybe Kevin can score. be at the tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, say, you guys need me to be the uh, you know sudden death. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> okay, I say I personally, go, yeah, I've been down this rabbit so hole before, and every time I've had this kind of suspicion, 
he's been cheating or like something like okay, that. Okay, so your breakup. I am makeup. What's breakup. Kevin? Makeup. Yes. Because like, I'll, I'll put uh, my phone face down sometimes just because I don't want to be distracted by it lighting yeah. up the whole time, you know? Okay, yeah. well. Two to one. All right, I'll accept if we had, that If loss. we had another woman in here, I'm curious to get her thoughts. Me too. I know, yeah. me too. But today's just all about the boys, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, well, here's our next one. Uh, the next makeup or breakup, this one says, my girlfriend and I have two different religions. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. And our families are really pulling us in different directions. Makeup or breakup? Well, we are, we are and have been in that situation. And um, I think we can do a whole episode on this. And oh, we should do that yeah. like episode five or six. We definitely could. For those that don't know, I am Christian and Adam is Jewish. And we are having an interfaith wedding. And so we definitely know all about this. And we actually have met some friends here in Dallas that are going through the same thing. And I'll have to say, Adam, we're very, very lucky because this reader and some of our friends, their families really pull them in different directions. Like it's, I do not envy anyone going through this because it can be really hard. It can be a breakup. Definitely. It could be. Yeah. For the sake of time. And what we got today, I'm going to say makeup because I'm going to say makeup yes. too because we're a living proof that you can. Yes, but work I'm also going to say that because I'm just we can again. This is a whole new episode, but I feel like the parents have to be accepting no matter what, right? With the second you turn 18, you're you can do really whatever you want. Exactly. You can you can if you want to not never talk to your parents ever again. You have the choice to do that. Yes. However, just for it's the sake healthy. of time, exactly for the sake of time and everything, I'm going to say makeup because you can get through anything. You can both be atheists and figure it out, right? So. Yeah, I'm going to say makeup too, just because I think um, families should always stick together and this is on the families and they have to yeah. they have to be accepting and open-minded, just like our families were. Like I'm it. super proud of our families super for both. Proud. We've come a long to, way. Definitely. And I think it's um, hard when your families are feuding over who you're dating, even if it has nothing to do with religion. It's totally very hard, agree. but I'm very proud of our families. And I think we're living proof that that is a makeup. Yeah, you can make up. Totally agree. Well, um, we're going to steer into our next question here. And one of them is, it says, one of my single friends said he saw my girlfriend on a dating app. What should I do? Oh. I mean, oh man. Is she, if she's active on it, I Yeah, would. that's what we, we don't. Let's, let's do this for the sake of this question. Let's say she's active. Break up. Yeah, one thousand percent. I would confront it, um, and de- depending on what her reaction is, I would probably just knowing that she. Let's just say she is active, and you know for a fact she's messaging other people back. Break up for sure, hundred percent. I will say though, he needs to have a conversation with her because some of my guy friends um, posted me as a joke on Christian Mingle and just did cleavage shots of me on Christian Mingle <laughs> while I was dating someone just as a joke. And I had to have a conversation with everybody, but it was really funny. But this could, you know, she could be on like a dating website and just not take her profile down, you know? True. It could yeah. be like that. But if she's like out there like five five miles away, you know, exactly, <laughs> whatever, yeah. it's really it's bad. It's like pinging somebody. Yeah, so let's just say for sake of makeup or breakup, this is a breakup. For sure. And it's it's gray area too. So it just depends on where you want to steer it. So yeah. Um, well, here's another great question too. It says, uh, every time my girlfriend and I go out, she always flirts with other guys and it makes me uncomfortable. 
when I talk to her, she says, I need to be more secure and to trust her. Breakup or makeup? Well, I'm glad he has told her how he felt. I think that's important. They're having a conversation about it. So that's good. That's the first step. Um, I would say, I'd say makeup. I think you can make up over this. I, I'm steering in that direction. I only say that because there's a, there's a, that fine line between friendly and flirty. It can mm-hmm. be tough for somebody to kind of teeter on. But I think that, like you said, if you can address it, and explain why it makes you feel that way and and be able to play both sides. And it's not, Oh, this is how I feel this time all the time, every day, all day. Yeah. That way you can go, Oh, I understand how, why Raven sees it that way or or why this person sees it that way. And then adjust accordingly. Yeah, for sure. Okay. The next one, I'll read this one. My fiance told me his favorite thing to do is sit at the house and be a homebody, but I want to travel. Every time I tell him my dreams of traveling the world, he just rolls his eyes at me. We booked a trip outside of the country, and he's just not excited. I'm starting to second guess if we want the same things in life. Mm. I want to know what you think about this, because traveling is very important to you. Um, I would say, I would say this is a makeup, and I say that because none of this has anything to do with trust issues, um, I think that you have probably the ability to, to mend certain things. And, and what I mean by that is not every, not everyone's going to be two type A's that are going to be trying to, you know, yeah. connecting. you're going to have your yin and yang and like, there's going to be someone who's more hyper, AKA me and someone who's more. Yes. I feel like the homebody in this relationship. I'm definitely the homebody in this relationship. and 6% you are. I think it's good to have someone that's completely different in some aspects of your life because it broadens you. I mean, just like you loving to travel, I would have never gone on the trips that we've been on if it wasn't for you. And it like, I had some of my best memories that I'll have. What was your favorite memory? Oh, probably our date to San Francisco where you rented a motorcycle and drove us under the um, Golden Golden Gate Gate Bridge. Bridge. It was so fun and romantic and I Mm. love the adrenaline rush of being on a motorcycle. So it was the best. Do I need to get a motorcycle here then? Put you on the back. Yeah. But this isn't about us. This is about our Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're going off track here. Let's talk about us. Well, yeah, I think this is a makeup. I think you can figure it out. Yeah, I definitely think this is a makeup, and it's totally okay to have someone that's completely different than you because you're the yin, I'm the yang, and we work. And I think if you're open to trying new things, now there may be things, now if this is an ongoing occurring thing, it's totally different, right? Right. And But I feel like if you can get somebody out of that shell and you can at least just say, let's just go on a trip, right? And like, there's no matter what job you have, you there's always vacation hours and things you can do and put in time. So whether it's New Year's, Fourth of July or, Mar- you know, President's Weekend, whatever it is, go out and try to have some fun whenever you can. But if this is reoccurring, you're trying to drag the person out every time and they just don't want to have as much fun as you, then it's different. Yeah, for sure. Well, that wraps up our first segment. How do you feel about this breakup combo? I think it's... Are we it's, getting somewhere? It's heating up. I st- felt like it started, it simmered. And it's like the questions started to get more intricate, more complex. And like now we're going to hit some kind of apex. But I don't know what's next because apparently you have something for me or whatever. We're reading something. Yes, we have the segment just for the boys. And I'm telling you, they're coming in hot. And I'm interested from a woman's perspective, what what is going on in the male brain when they get broken up with? And what's going on in the male brain when they're trying to like get it together after they've been broken up yeah, with. Yeah, one million percent. I can't wait. Okay. 
I am super excited for segment numero dos, which is uh, just for the boys. But I want to interrupt you just for a second what? to tell you that I have something just for the girls. Okay. And that is the ultimate breakup playlist. This isn't an ad or anything. Where? It sounded very ad Where do you get it? No, I made it. Oh. I created it. Okay. I made it on Apple um, iTunes on a playlist and I'm going to share it on my story. So if you girls are going through a breakup or if you know a girlfriend that is having a hard time with a breakup, share them, share with them this playlist. It's really good. I've been working on this playlist for years before I even met Adam. So, um, it's good. Okay, good. Well, I'm really excited though, because the just for the boys section, it's, I was not expecting this much feedback from men because I know. we're all always thinking like, I'm going to hold my feelings to myself. I'm not going to share anything, but I've been really surprised with the fact that like some guy, I mean, look, your name stays anonymous anyway. So the yeah. fact that we just get your perspective on things, I think is really, really cool. And uh, it just brings content that's like so much different than any, anything I've ever heard before. I've never heard like something where yeah. guys are constantly talking, you know? And I think it's awesome for girls to kind of uh, see where God's headspaces are too, because sometimes we have no clue. Sometimes you think you have no clue, and maybe you do have a clue. You never no, know. We never have a clue. When in doubt, think. clue it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, we're getting off topic. Anyways, why are, why let's are we roll into this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like this first question. It says, "How do you break up with someone and still be on good terms?" And I love. I like this question a lot because I think depending on who you are and who the other person is and how long you've been dating, yes, I think you could still be on good terms. Yeah. I think you can break up also like in a mutual setting and be totally cool with it on both ends. Yeah, and I think with every ex that I've had, it was a horrible breakup and I hated the breakup and I handled it so badly and I feel like they handled it badly, but then give it time and Tom Hill's all wounds, they say. So... I was able to be on a cordial level with them again in the future. So even if it ended super bad, we were able to still speak to each other and want the best for each other after a little bit of time yeah. passed. I mean, look, you're maybe not, you're not, you don't have to talk to them, you know, you or don't see even, them every yeah, day. You don't even have to say happy birthday. I think it's just like, can no, you just be on no, good no, terms no. where like, if, if you're you, in the same room together, then you're okay. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. That was a great question too. Um, this second one that came up says, my fiance has brought up to me that she does not get along with my family. And she says that having an accepting family is a big part of what she looks for before getting married. She said that if my parents do not become accepting, she does not see us moving forward. Help. Yikes. Raven. This scares me for him. He's What's your think, feedback? I think if it's that important to her, then I think it's, I, I don't know. What's interesting is the the question says doesn't get along with my family. Now, what does that exactly mean? Is that I mean, we talked about the we touched base on the religion thing very briefly, but this could mean I wonder if like there's something they didn't like about her. Is it like yeah. her? Is it her her career? Her her personality? Like is it something she said at one point? Um, but I think that you're right because it could be the fault of her that they yeah. don't get along, or it could be the fault of the family that they don't. I don't get know. Along. It's really interesting. But, you know, everyone's like says when you marry, you know, when you marry that person, you marry the family, right? Absolutely. You're around them a lot. I mean, you know, you don't have to talk to your in-laws every single day and every week. But it's but so important to have a great relationship course, with them. Of course, of course. Especially if you guys are planning to have kids where, okay, it throws in a whole new wrench into, you know, just your communication with everyone's family, right? 
And yeah. So that's kind of tough. And maybe he just needs to sit down with his family and then sit down with his fiance and say, hey, look, get it together. Like, I agree. I, I need everyone to be mature and get along and like, let's move forward. And he needs to express to his parents he how he feels about sure. this girl because he's apparently bringing up marriage. And, you know, if that's important to him, and I think most parents can either understand it or express how they feel too and kind of reach a solution. I think that's I think the parents important. of the person who they're against, that if it's like my parents that aren't accepting of you, I need to go to my parents and say, okay, why? You know, what's yeah. what's the root of it? Right, before bringing, I, it's a very awkward to bring the, the, the significant other into the equation. It's just, it's tough. Of course, yeah. This is very tough. I, and him saying help at the end is very sad. <laughs> help. Oh, that's so hard. These are great. They're getting harder that. and harder. I like this. Okay, so listen, listen to with this one. family, it's hard. Very. Like when you're when you're having issues between each other, that's something that you guys work on. It, but you can't change someone's family. Never, no, because they're also they're used to doing it one way, that way for a long time, and they have their mindset, and they think, well, I did, you know, I know how it's done. They're, mm-hmm. That's where their you know advice starts to come from but you know things are so different we we can literally talk about this on a next episode yeah it goes easily. right back into the having different religions too and your family mm-hmm. not being on board or you know whatever yeah well listen to this one this one these just keep getting better so this one says it's been 3 months since i've broken up with my girlfriend i still text her one week or so one time a week or so and sometimes she responds and sometimes she doesn't I don't get the signal that she wants to cut it off completely. What should I do? Every time that I have sparingly texted a guy that I was mm, didn't mind to see, but I didn't text him all the time, I wasn't that interest, interested in him. I vividly remember this guy that was like all about me and so sweet and so nice and I enjoyed him, but I wasn't I it just wasn't there for me. Mm-hmm. So like I would text him when I was bored or whatever or you know, see what he was up to, but it was never going to, it was never like the guy that I was so excited to see. Yeah. I think if you're not texting that much, they're not very excited to see you. Well, I mean, it takes two to tango. Yeah. So you can, if you're reaching out to somebody all the time and they're sparringly texting you back here and there, you probably should get the hint that they're not ghosting you, but they're basically saying in a nice way, I think you're a good person, but not my person. Yes. And That's there are plenty of relationships that, don't work out just because there wasn't the chemistry there or whatever. And it had nothing to do with the other person doing something wrong. Yeah, totally with you there. Well, this isn't, this is getting juicier. Listen to this one. It says, I've been dating a girl for about eight months and she is so sweet and we have a really good time, but I just don't find her sexually attractive. As I feel that my standards are high, I just don't see it working out long-term. How do I go about talking to her about this and going our separate ways? This is weird because I went through something. This is this is kind of we're we're gonna we're gonna dig into my past a little bit. Mm-hmm. There was this girl that I was dating once, and she was like, "Adam, what is it about me you just don't like?" And I just said, "I'm not attracted to you." That's horrible, I Adam. Know, I know, I know, it's horrible. But this was a long. This was high school. You didn't know any better. I didn't know, and this was just me impulse, just saying it out loud. Now I wouldn't recommend saying that to somebody because no. it's just you know hurting their feelings or you know it's it's kind of disrupting them a because, little bit. Because like what. What, here's my thing. If you say you and I were were dating and we weren't that serious and one of us wanted to just cut it off, if you give me constructive criticism about why it's not going to work, 
great, tell me that. Like, I just don't think the timing is right or I just need X, Y, and Z and you're focused on something else and I totally understand, whatever it may be. But for you to tell someone they're just not, you're not physically attracted to them, that's not constructive criticism. That's just being hurtful. So what do you do? You just say you're not the one for me. So you lie to them. Do you think how? What if they keep asking? They're like, why, 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 why? You just say it. Maybe I'm just. That's when you ghost them. Peace out. (laughs) Ghost. Or maybe you just. You never. What's a nice way of saying it though? What's a nice way of saying it? I would never say it. I would never. Actually, I did say this one time to somebody, but I wanted them to leave me alone so badly that I was like, I actually was sexually attracted to them, but I just said it to be mean. Yeah. For them to leave me alone. Yes, absolutely. Do you think it's nicer to say I'm just not into you? Maybe that way? No, I don't think you should say that. I think you should say, I just don't see it going any further. You're a great person. It's kind of like how we talked about in our last episode about telling someone what you like or dislike in the bedroom. It's kind of the same thing. You don't want to say what you don't like. You should say you're a great person. You're going to make someone very happy. You you are such a giving person. You have a great job. You have it all, but I can't get there. Yeah. I think that's, you just got to, yeah. You cannot bring physical or sexual attraction into it. Go tell your guy friends, go tell your girlfriends you're just not there. That's fine. But don't tell that person. Yeah. How hurtful. It's tough. Well, okay. So now we know we can just dumb it down to your version every time. So don't take- tell a girl that. Whatever you do, sir. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Who asked this question? Please <laughs> please spare this girl a a lifetime of thinking she's not good enough. Yeah, let's pour one out for him. I'll pour one out. Yeah. Pour um it out. here's another good one. It says I was dating my girlfriend for about 10 months when I decided to be single for a while. I'm a senior in college and I just wanted to do my own thing until the real world gets me. But now I feel like I've majorly fucked up and I want her back. And I oh, see myself. Dang. I see myself marrying her one day, and I really think I messed up. Oh no! Oh boy! <laughs> oh so no! So you're in college, right? But and you, he basically wanted to be free and do his little thing thing on the side, and he wanted to go party party and drink drink with no connections, and then he wants her back. He wants her back because she's marriage material. And I guess the big question mark is, what if she moved on to somebody else, and she's like, "Boy, bye," right? Now your train came and gone. It what left. if she's scared to get back with him because she's scared this is going to happen again? Like, I mean, that's what sure. I would think. It's tough. I mean, we've always talked about this. And I think episode one or two, we were talking about um, being fresh out of college and like the, the, the uh, what you're trying to accomplish in your life at 22 compared to 28 is so different. Yeah. So, so I don't different. know. I mean, it's, that's really tough, man. I mean, I actually don't blame him. I don't blame him for doing this because I do think when you're young, you need to really live your youth. I think that's so important for anyone to do. But I mean, if this is the girl you're planning on marrying, like, come on, grow a pair. That's true. I mean, you can, I, I know people who have dated in college that are now, you know, married, engaged, and actually have kids. So it also just depends. I guess both people have to know what they want, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting. Well, here I got, here's our, our final and last question, question six. Um, and what's interesting is all these questions are all over the map. We have people that are in college. Looks like we have some older folks. And so I, I love the, the engagement interaction we have. So this one says, I'm newly divorced 
and I'm trying to pick up the pieces, but I just can't imagine sharing my life with anyone else. What do I do? Question mark. What do you think? Well, I mean, the first part of our podcast we were talking about, which is it depends how badly you want to make it work or how badly you don't want it to make it work. So I think what you have to think about is if you don't want to make it work, how do you keep yourself busy and keep your way, keep yourself away from it, whether it's your work, your hobbies, your passions, and what can you do to, to you know not think about it as much? Obviously, easier said than done to just literally, however long you were uh, or how long you were together for to just divorce someone and just flush it down the toilet. You have to accept it. You have to mourn it. I think you have to just think about everything and think about like, like, like really dive into your self-help as to what you need to do as a person to get over it. If that's truly what you want to do. Now, if you don't, Mm -hmm. totally different topic and how you can shift it. But I love the questions that are coming in because it's so different. And, um, I don't know. I mean, what's your, what's your two cents on it? It's really hard because I feel for him. But like I said earlier, I think Tom heals all wounds and he just needs more time. I think he needs to get out there. I think he needs to, um, maybe pick up a hobby, just keep it moving, keep it pushing. And like, he'll get his groove back. And I totally understand what he's going through, but he just has to keep on going. Like there is someone out there for you and, you're going to look back and think, wow, I can't believe I even mourn that because what I have now is so much better. Yeah, totally agree. Well, I mean, anybody who goes through a heartbreak, once it's over, you can kind of just, I mean, when I say it's over, I mean like you've both gone your separate ways and you could finally take a sigh of relief and you, you have to think about it as, um, more of a, maybe of a blessing. You're like, I know I crossed paths with this person for a reason and a season, a reason or a lifetime. Those are the three things I always say when someone comes into your life, it's for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Am I your lifetime? Of course. You're my season, my reason, and my lifetime. Come on. Raven. You know that. So sweet. So I think that that perspective, depending on who you are, it just comes with time and that it'll just heal all wounds. So And breakups teach you so much. Absolutely. Like every breakup that I've been through has taught me so much about myself. You have to. Well, you you take what you 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 effed up on in that relationship and you don't apply it to the next. And it's just like with, yeah. with anything, it's just like a, a skilled trade and a relationship is constantly like needing, it's like Play-Doh. It's constantly changing shape and direction and size. And you're it's always trying to figure it out. all about perspective. So I really like that section. I think yeah. we had some solid questions from guys. So kudos to the fellas this week. Yes, those were such good questions. The guys are coming in hot every week and I just love it. And I'm sure our female listeners do not mind to hear some of the male questions too. Um, so let's move forward. This is um, a segment I would say stories that left us wondering what the heck that's what my <laughs> niece says Avery. all the time what my, niece, the heck? my niece says what the heck so that's this segment so i'm gonna tell you some crazy or not so crazy um breakup stories that have happened from our listeners that have um sent me dms on ig and we're gonna try to decipher what is going on okay let's do it all right this is a long one but get ready My heartbreak story is too long to put in a question box, so here it goes. It's a DM. (laughs) We met in high school, but reconnected at his college graduation five years later. 
We chased each other for three years, but the timing never worked out. It's all about timing. Mm. Finally, in January, we got together and it was so magic. We were so into each other and we he told me he loved me within a month. I didn't say it back because I've been burned before, but about two months later, I finally said it back. And by this time, we had made plans to for me to live at his place part-time, meet each other's families, etc. Well, three days after finally admitting that I loved him back, he posted a snap story, this is in all caps, that's why I'm getting loud, of him kissing another girl. I called him out and he told me we never talked about being exclusive and that I was mad for nothing. More words were said, but basically because that what we had was nothing, I stupidly took him back a few months ago and then he ghosted me and is now in a full-blown relationship. What the heck? <laughs> what the heck? W T H, huh? You know what? This sounds like a, a something I've been through before, almost verbatim. I've had this like chase I've had with this guy and then we reconnected after years and it was so magical and wonderful and we were so in love and then the same thing happened. That's so weird. And I still don't know what happened. Like what, I mean, I don't really know what that was. So I don't know, girl. It's very difficult because uh, it just sounds like there's no communication whatsoever on his end. Yeah, and maybe he's just not. uh, This is what I've just chalked it up to in my experience that when this happened to me, he's just not that into me. Mm -hmm. Like I had romanticized everything in my head and he just was not that into me. Yep. 1,000%? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That's all that is. Like, and I, this girl, I hate that. I mean, he told her he loved her and stuff like that. Like he gave her all the signs and maybe it was just to get her. I don't know, but maybe she was a conquest for him. I don't know why he led her on, but if he wanted to be with you, he would be. My dad always told me that. (sighs) If someone wants to be with you, they will be with you. Stop chasing. Totally true. So. I mean, you have to, look, you also have to keep in mind that uh, like the communication part of it, it's huge. And you can, she, it sounded like was assuming, oh, well, he's texting me back. We rekindled. We made out. We did this. Oh my gosh, this is going to be perfect. This is, here's my, my fairy tale ending to how this thing started. Right. And then he all of a sudden's like posted a picture of a girl. But the problem is, is with him, he should have, he really should have communicated that before posting that Snapchat photo because it just, now you give someone false hope yeah. and it's like this woman thought the whole, this whole time that, okay, I got this guy, I got it. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, so I wasted all my time, my effort, my energy, and I wanted to pursue you, but I never got it back in return. Yeah. Yeah. That totally sucks. agree. It so sucks. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Ugh. Yeah. I wish we had like some kind of like get well basket. We can send her. I know. Something. Listen to my breakup playlist. It's bomb. <sighs> get your groove back, girl. Swipe up to get your playlist. Oh my God. <laughs> Swipe up. Okay. So the next question is um, for our what the heck segment is I dated a guy for five years. Here's another five year relationship. Five. He ended things in March and has not spoken to me since. I'm having such a hard time and can't seem to move on. And we run in, into each other everywhere. What the heck do I do? <laughs> March, April, May, June, July, August, March, October, November. So it's been eight months. Mm-hmm. And they keep running into each other. And I wonder if she just can't get over him. 
I wonder if she just can't move on and, and yeah, get the it's hard when you wants. see them. That's yeah. why I tell everyone, um, don't date someone where you work because you don't shit where you eat. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to show up to work and see them every day. If you're cool with that, then that's fine. But it's really, really hard if things don't work out. It's it's very difficult. And the fact you get to see them and it's like awkward. It's not like you guys hooked up once. I mean, this is like an ongoing relationship. And then it just could not, it, it just didn't, you know, it didn't turn into fruition. So, and you have to see them. Yeah, and, it's like, and seeing hey, them everywhere. Apparently, they live up? in the same town, so that really sucks. Even Maybe worse. just go go to different places that you usually don't go. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you're, if you're used to going to like this one, if you're used to going to a Target at this place, maybe you got to try going to something else. I mean, everyone's lives at some points are going to shift and change. And one of my buddies was dating a girl for he was engaged to her, and they called up the engagement. And um, he used to go to one of the gyms by his house, and then he had to go to a different gym about ten minutes further. And he did that for a while, and that worked out okay. And then I would he would do the same thing. Yeah, then he I went would, back to his old gym, I and then she moved on. All on cost. Else. Yeah, because how are you supposed to heal your heart if you still see them and run into them everywhere? That is so hard. Very hard. Okay, so the last question that we're gonna do is from a girl that Adam kind of interrogated on my Instagram earlier today, and I kept telling Adam these. Follow-up questions you're wanting to ask doesn't truly matter to the answer, but... um, I'm just very analytical. He's very analytical, and I'm really sorry to this person who I cannot name, but her question was... Let me just read our DMs really quick, because as I told you before, Adam and I always read our DMs. We always read every question you guys send us. So this is what she said. Hi, so my boyfriend and I have been dating five years. We live two hours apart and see each other pretty often, but every time I bring up moving in together, he changes the subject or doesn't want to talk about it. What should I do? Here's our follow-up question. What the heck? What the heck? Have you guys always, this is what Adam and I asked her, have you guys always been two hours or are you from the same town? And she said, we met in college, which is about an hour from each of us in the middle. So they're two hours apart and their college that they met at is in the middle. And she said, so we both lived on campus together for three years. Then after school, we moved home. And I said, gotcha. So you fly or drive back and forth because Adam needs to know because it doesn't matter. They're two hours, whatever. Yeah. And she said, yeah, we drive, but we meet in the middle a lot. Got it. That's how they see each other. Okay. But the original question is, she's been with him for five years. She keeps bringing up moving in together, taking that next step, and he avoids it at all costs and changes the subject on her. So she doesn't know what the heck to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's tough because the, she said, the, my guess is that she said they lived uh, in the same college town three years after they graduated, right? So I'm guessing this woman somewhere, I'm guessing 26 to 28, right? I'm guessing. I'm they guessing dated Sarah. three years in college, and then they moved to their separate towns. So, yeah, I'm I'm guessing it's probably, yeah, but it's a five-year relationship, I think, she, you started yeah, off with. So yeah. it's been five years. My guess is she's in Two her- Two years like, long distance, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you have to think about where you where you are- previously, where you are currently, and where you want to be futuristically in your relationship. And if you do not have clear sight, clear sight of mind on where you want to be there, that topic 
in my opinion, if he keeps avoiding it, I would want to bring it up and I'd want to bring it up in person. I wouldn't want to do it over the phone. I would want to see the person's reaction, how, and, and, and how they react to the question that I ask them. Mm-hmm. And I feel that if well, he, his reaction of avoiding it is, I mean, I, here's the thing. I would make that conversation, the topic very precedent. It'd be the only thing I talk about the whole day. If you like, you want to avoid it. No, you can't get away from me. No, baby. I'm going to ask it in a different way. And you just have to flat out say, and maybe he needs some time to think about it, but just say the next time I see you, I want you to make a decision on what you want to do. I agree. I think every time we get a question about long distant relationships, I think long distant relationships can work. However, for long term, your goal should be to be together. Your long term goal should not to stay long distance. I mean, that is stupid to me. That's tough because you're either having what we call a weekend relationship. Where yeah, you see where each other it's on the very romanticized. Seeing each other on the weekend is very romanticized. It's yeah. I mean, you get your you have your space. You have your your you know your your safe haven to go back or whatever to, and you're still around your your people per se. But until you two are underneath the same roof, living together, and it also depends. I. I we should have asked. I'm curious to know what his job was. Could he like move easily? Could and she maybe move that's easily? a hang up. Maybe yeah. it's a job thing. And maybe it is. And maybe she thinks it's not that big of a deal. But he's like, it is a big deal because maybe I need to hit a promotion in order to, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. But here's the thing, too. If, it, like I was telling you earlier, my dad always said, if a man wants to be with you, he will be with you. A man will move mountains for you. You know, if he yeah. wants to take the next step, he would take the next step. So true. So ball is in his court. Ball is in his court. And girl, you you pass the ball to him, bounce past that ball to him and be like, no, I'm not taking this ball back until you give me an answer. Oh. And I will tell her this too. If he does not have a plan, I'm all about a man with a plan. If he doesn't have a plan for you to move forward in your relationship, you got to let him go. So true. You have to let him go for your own well-being. And you need to pursue a relationship that wants all the things that you want. And yeah. if he's not going to move forward, I just don't want her to spend another five years and waste her time. Well, what you don't want to have happen is if you break up with him and then like a month goes by and he's like, no, I really want to make this work. It's like, well, would you bring him back in your life? That happened. I wouldn't. My mom told me one thing. Never chew your cabbage twice. Well, sometimes you can put it in the refrigerator and you can chew it a second time. No, you it won't can't. Go bad. Nobody wants to chew the cabbage they've already chewed. Don't chew your cabbage twice. Raven, if you break up with me, oh, we're stop. done. I don't think of it as cabbage. Think of it as like <laughs> takeout and then, you know, it's still good and you put it in the refrigerator for a little bit longer. It doesn't go stale or go bad. And you're you heat it back up in the microwave. Adam, Give no. Yes. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> We'll agree to disagree okay. on that metaphor. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope we gave some insight to some people. And this really opened up my mind to some valid questions that are just hard to answer. Yeah. I mean, these are very hard. And I hope we, honestly, I hope we never have the answers for some of these questions, like especially the divorce guy and 
trying to move on from a relationship, I hope and I know that we'll never be there. I'm going to put that, <laughs> speak that over our Universe. life and our marriage. But um, it's really tough going through a breakup and we feel for all of you, we've been there before. I definitely have been. I have definitely loved really, really hard and gotten a very, very broken heart. So if you're out there and you needed just some someone to go through it with you, I have been there. And it's very important to surround yourself with good people that want the best for you, that remind you of who you are. And don't, don't, don't think that you won't find someone that is your perfect person because you absolutely will. I got my heart broken on national television and I also found the love of my life on national television. And if I can find love in a train wreck of paradise, you can find love in any train wreck you're into. (laughs) That's so sweet. (laughs) That sounds like a great way to just close off this episode. Let's close it there. Let's go home. Let's have some wine and let's finish our date night at home. That's so sweet. Well, until next week. Um, we'll keep you guys posted, but thank you so much for the questions. And again, feel free to subscribe. And if you like what you're hearing, just click not one, not two, not three, not four, but five stars. And we're going to keep <laughs> the content rolling your guys' way. So gentlemen, keep the questions rolling. We love this. We thrive off of all the questions you guys bring to the table, because if we just talked about a relationship, it'd get boring after like the second episode. No one wants to hear about us. And as always, you can DM us directly on IG with your questions or thoughts or advice because we don't know everything. We need the community to help us out too. So it is Raven Nicole Gates, Raven, N-I-C-O-L-E, Gates on Instagram. And it's Adam Gotchalk, G-O-T-T-S-C-H-A-L-K underscore on IG. I love it. I've really had to practice that last name. You're good. Okay, great. Over and out. Over and out. Bye.